Hello and welcome to the Help Me Understand podcast. Help Me Understand is a weekly podcast that explores the context behind the things that we experience from day to day. With topics ranging from personal development to parenting to health and fitness and more, join me, your host, J.K. McLeod, as I share my thoughts and also host conversations that are meant to encourage you to say, help me understand, in an effort to add perspective to the things we experience in everyday life. All right, what is up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Help Me Understand podcast. As always, I'm your host, JK, and we are kicking off episode number 119. Going to be a short one for you today. Before getting into the message that I've got for you in today's episode, I want to take a moment to invite you to help me meet one of my goals so far for 2024. So a goal that I have for 2024 is to get at least one, or let me rephrase this, get one or more reviews on Apple Podcasts each month. So um, I will start off with a review that came in on January 3rd. So shout out to Phil for this particular review. If you have listened to the last few episodes, then you'll recognize Phil's name. And you know what? It still counts. It still matters. And it still means a lot. So I really appreciate Phil taking the time to leave a review. Uh, The review is entitled Great Info and Perspective. He said, JK is extremely knowledgeable, personable, and a great source of info. Help me understand is a mantra that we should, that we all should be striving to be better at. So thank you, Phil, for that. And then what I'm also going to do is go back and read the uh, previous review that I got in December. There was one review in December, and this one was from uh, Betsy, someone who I do know and respect within the fitness and nutrition and coaching space. Uh, Betsy goes under the name of Foster Strength. So this one, the title is A Treat to Listen to. JK takes his years of coaching experience and generously shares it in every episode, providing practical solutions-based strategies. His commitment to understanding and not assuming comes through in all he shares, and I always look forward to listening. So thank you, Betsy, for that. I am also, uh, excuse any sniffling that's going on here, Um, I'm also going to take a moment to suggest that you check out Betsy's podcast, which is called Your Strongest Body. Uh, You may potentially, if you again, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you may recognize Betsy's name uh, because I had shouted out her previous podcast, which is called Coaches Chat, some time ago. She's now transitioned into a different podcasting platform called Your Strongest Body. And I would highly recommend that you give that particular one a listen. So again, um, excuse the sniffling. Uh, If you would like to help me meet my goal of one or more reviews each month, then there's no problem hopping on Apple Podcasts right now to leave a review. Uh, I'll take as many as I can get in the month of January. No need to save it up and be like, well, I'll hit it up in February since he's already got the January one. Never, never too much in the words of Luther Vandross. All right, so let's get into today's quick message. And um, what's inspired today's message is uh, a a most recent conversation that I had with someone uh, that I am mentoring within the coaching space. 
And I believe that they, there's a pretty good chance that they'll listen to this message. And um, why I'm bringing that up is I think it's important, uh, and this will kind of this will weave into what I'm going to talk about today. I think it's important to think about as you are uh, getting into this particular platform, if you are someone who is getting into podcasting, any sort of a public type forum where you're going to be sharing content um, and talking about certain things, and especially if you're going to be talking about particular experiences and particular conversations, I do think it's important to be aware of who you're talking to. And what I mean by that is not all of the different people who are going to be able to have access to your content because you really, you know, unless you get like super, super tight with it and keep things super private and, you know, limit the access, you're not really going to have any control over who has access to the message that you're putting out. What you do have control over is who you picture that you're talking to when you put the content out. And that's whether it's in written form, whether it is um, in verbal form, in visual form, whatever it is, uh, I strongly, strongly recommend to you that you keep in mind the individual or the individuals that you are truly talking to. And where that will come into play is that likely at some point you are going to get some feedback, be it solicited or otherwise, that your message did not necessarily stick with someone or it didn't necessarily resonate with them. It didn't connect with them. They disagree with your point of view and and different things like that. And while I am um, a supporter of initially accepting uh, or initially hearing or listening to feedback from all different angles. I am also one that after that first initial piece of feedback comes through, you, me, I get to decide whether or not, whether or not I want to continue that particular stream of feedback, whether or not I want to ask more probing questions or anything like that. So uh, if I put out a particular episode, a particular message, a post on threads or anything like that, and I'm picturing one specific person that I'm talking to, or if I'm picturing a certain type of like psychographic that I'm talking to, and I get feedback from someone who is outside of that particular realm, and I, I then make that decision as to, well, you're not really the person that I was talking to, so moving on, like no big deal, doesn't make that person a bad person, doesn't make them wrong or in any way, shape or form. It's just, I know who the message is meant for and that's that's why I'm doing it. So with that being said, one of the things that uh, this individual and I were talking about was uh, getting, kind of getting over this hump of not feeling comfortable um, sharing their story about who or about what they've been through and how it's gotten to them to the place they are now and really more specifically how they are now in a position from a career field standpoint they are in a position to help other people and still telling themselves the story that they have particular other things that they want to check the boxes on before they start to really publicly acknowledge that they are in this particular career field. 
So why I'm not going like super duper tight specific on all of the details is this is because for anybody who does truly know me, like uh, IRL, they say in real life, um, I'm pretty big on uh, not everybody's, everybody else's story is not my story to tell. So typically I will just talk about the details that I think would help provide at least a bit of context. And then the rest of it is really more up to me. It's or, or it's about me, so to speak. Sounds kind of cocky, but hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. So the message that I want to share with you today is really this phrase that I wrote down. And what I wrote down is, what makes you different is what makes the difference. And when I think about that statement, what makes you different is what makes the difference is something that I want to talk to you about with a, a story that I used to tell myself when I got into training, personal training, small group training specifically. So the story that I used to tell myself when I first got into training is that I needed to look a particular way in order to truly have credibility with the people that I was helping. So at that point, I had already uh, gotten through a certification, like my first certification at that point. At that point already, I had gone through even a bit of my own uh, transformation from a health standpoint, from a fitness standpoint, from an aesthetic standpoint, from a strength standpoint, like I had gone through all that. Regardless of all that, though, I was still telling myself that I perhaps needed to look a particular way for people to really take me seriously. And as I reflect on that and I think through that, a big part of why I was still holding on to that, I mean, it certainly it didn't stop me from helping people. However, I wasn't out there publicly saying like, hey, I'm now taking clients. I was pretty much just taking uh, I took clients that my gym would offer to me versus actually advertising anything or introducing myself as, yeah, this is what I do. I mean, I've always had additional full-time employment too. So even when I first got started and it was very much like on the smaller, like side hustle scale, um, I wouldn't even really mention it much um, as far as actually identifying myself as a personal trainer, as a coach, as somebody who did did this uh, with a, a heavy amount of time and, and money investment. Part of the story that I was telling myself around that was because I was still holding on to this idea, one, that I needed to look a particular way. And when I really pull back the layers on that, a big part of where that was coming from was that I also was telling myself this story about not being as athletic uh, as a teenager or even a few years after that, like a couple of years after college, not being as athletic as the people that I wanted to help, um, not having the sort of um, experience and background of spending a whole lot of time in the weight room as people that I wanted to help, or at least the story I was telling myself that I haven't trained as long as they have, uh, not having the previous level of athletic success as the people that I now wanted to help. Like I was routinely getting a couple of folks that were coming to me um, saying like, hey, you know, I used to play this particular sport. I used to be a college athlete. I used to be heavily involved in sports in high school, different things like that. And I just want to get back to that. And and really the big thing that that was holding me, me back from truly like voicing uh, my past was that I would immediately think, oh man, these folks are not going to think 
that I can necessarily meet them where they are or get them to where they want to be is maybe a bigger part. These folks won't think I can get them to where they want to be because I've never been there before at that point. And then again, I would take that story, which was really, I think, at the foundation, at the crux of things, and I would layer on top of that. And I also don't think that I look like the type of person who can totally get them there. Now, I will tell you that I, th- I, I strongly believe like that was a story that I was telling myself versus what other people were thinking. And something that helped me move with that. I don't don't know that I, I can identify a point where I completely 100% got past it. Um, what I would say is what helped me move with it and move continue to move forward regardless of having those feelings was um, really getting an understanding of how I could turn that particular story that I was telling myself into what my strength was. So I can't I can't can't recall exactly when it was year wise or something like that. I can just recall having starting to have this string of interactions where other coaches who I heavily, heavily respected at the time and still do would start to bend my ear a little bit about some of the stuff that I was programming, particular things that I was doing. Uh, whether it was in person or some workouts that I was posting online, like this is way back in the day. I don't know if anybody who's listening to this followed me way back in the day when my Instagram page was called Bow Ties and Barbells. I'll tell the story about that at some point. Um, or let me know if you actually want to hear that story. Email me uh, or shoot me a DM. So for quite a while, I didn't even have my face on my Instagram page. It was pretty much whiteboards, and then I would make up some stuff um, on this app that let you do like graphic design, like pre Canva days or pre me being aware of Canva days. So I would do all these things. And eventually I would have some coaches who would reach out um, and kind of ask like, how are you coming up with this stuff? You know, different things like that. And it kind of blew my mind for a little bit because I was thinking to myself, how is this person who has a pretty significant following, who has a pretty significant reputation, who clearly like knows what's up. Um, some had even published some research articles, or not research articles, they had been publishing on things like T Nation, reaching out and asking for just some insight on where I was coming up with these things, and not in a negative way. I was thinking to myself, how in the world are these people looking at my stuff and thinking that I've got something pretty solid to offer? And as I started to really workshop that at some point, and this is quite a few years ago, I started realizing that what I had evolved to was I was essentially looking at, okay, the story that I'm telling myself is that I don't really talk about my personal training as much. I don't talk about my coaching as much. I don't talk about my programming as much because I don't have, you know, the same background as these folks or anything like that. There's somebody out there who's got more background than me, Um, Then again, evolving that into not only does that coach have more background than me, they're also like more, more lean than me and, and all of these other things. I turned that into a strength. So as someone who didn't, who movement in the gym didn't come naturally to, I'll clarify that in a second, movement in the gym did not come naturally to me. So in order to mostly safely perform movements, I had to pay attention to how I was moving. I had to pay attention to my form. I had to pay attention 
into how to try to get the most out of each and every movement in a safe and effective way because it wasn't something that I had any background with or really um, any experience at all um, in the weight room. And, and when I say none, folks, I mean none. The first time that I purposely, purposely stepped into a weight room to actually work out was 2010, like October, November-ish of 2010. Uh, and for for clarification, I'm currently 45 years old. So that was just about 13, what's that, 14 years ago. So that was at the age of 30, 31-ish that I purposely stepped into a weight room my entire life purposely stepped in to actually lift weights. So as someone who didn't have that background, I had begun to evolve my story into, well, that's what holds me back and evolve it into that's what makes me different. So when I say what makes you different is what makes the difference, that's what made me different. And instead of using that as some sort of a anchor, like anchor in a negative way that was like holding me back and, and keeping me locked in place from getting to where I wanted to go, I used it as fuel and used it as flipped it to a strength. It's something that is my advantage. So um, regardless of if somebody has an, uh, you know, a D1 athlete background, an elite athlete background, or just like a weekend warrior, back, whatever athletic background they brought to the table, regardless of how they looked and, you know, what level they were trying to get back to and different things like that, what they weren't going to have, and this is how I had to how I told myself to build up my confidence, what they weren't going to have is they were not going to have the attention to the level of detail needed to properly execute these movements or um, make the most of their time in the gym or get an understanding of how to integrate um, training into their lifestyle and still show up as a productive adult, a productive parent. Uh, most most of my clients are parents. Uh, so how are they going to be able to show up that way? Um, how are they going to be able to show up and take care of other people, whether it be their employees, their coworkers, or their family, how they're going to be able to do those things. And that was something that once I was able to evolve and really understand that what made me different is actually what was going to make the difference for people. That is really when it's not even like the light flip, the, the light flip, the light switch flipped. That was just really when I, it was almost like a dimmer switch that was slowly getting brighter and brighter, where I really start to understand like, man, this story that you've been telling yourself, you keep letting that hold you back. And what you need to do is help it propel you forward. So uh, that's, that's something that I just wanted to share with you is if you are someone who has been holding back sharing your gift, your passion with other people, somebody needs you. I'm just going to tell you, like somebody needs what you have to offer. I'm not saying that you need to all of a sudden build an LLC out of what you've got going on, even though this particular conversation that I was having was with someone who is moving forward with this from a career standpoint and a financial standpoint and an occupation standpoint. I'm just saying to the person who thinks that your story doesn't matter to the person who thinks that, eh, yeah, I'm, I, I have a passion for this thing, but 
I can't possibly affect people in an impactful way, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Somebody out there needs to hear what you have to say. Somebody out there is literally waiting to connect with the person who truly understands their circumstance and where they are right now. And if you're that person who's thinking, uh, let me take, for example, if you are someone who has gone through your own level of some sort of health improvement, health transformation, and then you've now gone on to get some sort of a certification because there's something in your soul that's telling you that you can help somebody and you get to a certain point and then you're telling yourself, well, but my body doesn't look quite the way that I feel like it should for people to take me seriously, then I have a tip for you. At least just start so that you can help the person that you used to be. Like get started so that you can help that person who right now feels that they're at zero. And even if you feel like you can't necessarily get that person to 10 from zero, they need somebody who can get them from zero to five. Can you do that? Just because you get people started doesn't mean that, that you're going to be the person to help them get all the way through that particular journey. Like sometimes you're that person that just, or you're the coach that somebody needs in order to go from the bottom of the mountain to get kind of halfway through. And then you can turn it over to someone else to get them from the halfway point to the peak. I'm just telling you, I don't know who's, I, I have no idea who is listening to this or who, you know, who this may resonate with. I know the one person I'm talking to, um, and they're very well aware of this message already and that I was going to talk about this. I'm just pretty, I'm convicted that there are, there are multiple people out there who need to hear that. So I'll leave you just with that. What makes you different is what makes the difference. So stop thinking otherwise. All right. With that, that's going to be the end of today's episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. I never take it for granted, knowing that you have a lot of different options to choose from and what you listen to, and that you decided to give this one a chance. We'll talk to you next week.